Hey, hashtag Birth TV family. Welcome. It's week 232. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. CBC, B.K.A. Others. <laughs> Basic Complexity. And today... I will take it away with our number share program. So are you ready for our number share? Pro because sharing is caring, right? And all of that stuff. Absolutely. And we say one press. Hmm, I, I was going to do a count, but that's, uh, that would be silly. <laughs> What? And two, oh, when is your birthday? And I have some stuff to share about this as well. I'll say it on hashtag Verse TV, June 10th, 1983. It sounds like June, oh my gosh, I have a lot to say on that, but I won't. But June 10th, 1983, and... As I've, I might have said this before, but I've taken my birthday down from Facebook because what would happen is when I'd get those, hey, stranger, happy birthday, how have you been? Messages that I'd be like, oh, I'm doing well, how are you? No response. I'd be like, oh, you know, so it's like, oh, th they're not really concerned about wishing me a happy birthday. And as I say to people, ever honestly, and I, I hate to bring this up, but ever since my mom passed away in 2006, I, I don't do holidays. And for a time, I lived with my grand, a time after that, I lived with my granddad who was a Jehovah's Witness. He too has since passed away. He was, he, he, Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate holidays. So because of that, I, I was particularly like, I don't need holidays. I don't need celebrations. So for me, like birthdays and stuff, I'm like, whatever. Anyway, Bass Complexity, your new song, my friend. Hey, my, was not brand new, but actually close to brand new fairly new song is actually song titled Special by Lizzo. And the song um, is actually the title track the album obviously the same name. And the song itself I like it because the way I see it is definitely a lifting song. And it talks about taking pride in yourself and that you are special. So, yeah, I like the song. That may be a new song of mine also one week. Mm -hmm. Um without going into too much depth. We talked about it on the phone well, yeah. this weekend, actually. 
<laughs> but um, without going into too much depth about what I particularly like about it, I, I, I love the line where she says, I'm so glad that you're still with us. And maybe I'll go into why um, at a later show when I, I use that as my song because it's in my potential list. But um, yeah, I, I love it when she says that. That's, in, as you were saying, encouraging, inspiring, uplifting. Yes. Yes. And for my older, my older song, I will say none other than 19, ugh, I keep belching, but it's better than hiccups. So, because I drank a lot of water to get rid of that like quick. Anyway, 1996, The One I Gave My Heart To by mm -hmm. Aaliyah. And from her One in a Million album. Huh. Album for, oh yeah, yeah. I prefer the album version of that song over the single version of that song. When I was a kid, my preference was the single version of that song. And when I say when I was a kid, I mean a teenager, but teenagers are kids. But Aaliyah was also a teenager, but I had not yet really experienced ups and downs of love as a teenager, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, the reason I liked the single version is because she did some diva belting in it, in the single version. La -da! You know, and I, I was, I even remember t talking with a classmate of mine at that time about how I'm like, no, Aaliyah can really sing. And she's like, child, Aaliyah cannot sing. She cannot <laughs> sing at all. And, you know, I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts, as people say, that people sing a different tune after Aaliyah passed away. Mm. Kind of like when Whitney Houston passed away. Um, re really quickly, though, the line that I love that Aaliyah sang was, you said you loved me, but you didn't love me. She said it like that in the album version. And I was like, ooh, that just, I, I think it hit, hit different, as they say, like after I crossed 30. But it's like, wow, that, that line. It, it's one of those simple yet powerful lines, like similar to Whitney Houston's song, I Have Nothing, when she sang, don't make me close one more door. I don't want to hurt anymore. And it's like, when I was younger, I, I, 92, I was nine. But when I was younger and growing up, I even remember talking to a friend of mine in college about how that just felt like such a simple line. So simple. So paint by numbers, like, don't make me close one more door. I don't want to hurt anymore. Go ahead and go to the store. You know, it felt like that, but it's it's really deep. And now, as I've experienced 
loves ups and downs a lot, I I can relate because sometimes you're like, oh, not again. Don't make me close one more door. I don't want to hurt anymore. Anyway, basic complexity. Oh, you, you go ahead. Uh, you got something? Give it to us. <laughs> give it to mama. Give it, give it, give it to Yes, okay. You know, you know where that came from. <laughs> See, that's my fellow millennial friend right there. He gets it. And I don't know why for the I know the song, but for the life of me, I cannot think of the name of it. Sugar Mama by Beyonce. I knew it was Beyonce. Yeah. You're gay. <laughs> I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with that that is not a put down no uh, it's our thing I can't wait until kids on the school on the schoolyard like call somebody gay and they're like but it's not a put down I am not <laughs> that, that would be interesting an interesting turn of the tide Anyway, but yes, as you were saying, sugar mama. Well, uh, no, no, no. You, you, you were gonna answer either the one I gave my heart to, or I have nothing. Well, well, actually, both songs, and kind of like you somewhat say earlier, um, people, people in the past made fun. <laughs> Of the artist and the songs saying the artist couldn't sing. Like, uh, he ain't got ears. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well. Because <laughs> so, obviously they cannot hear. <laughs> you know, uh, after Aaliyah passed away, and ironically, after Whitney Houston passed away, everybody comes out like, oh my gosh, she was the best. Like, if, oh, if only Aaliyah was alive, Beyonce wouldn't be the only one. It would be Beyonce and Aaliyah. And I'm like, I don't necessarily think that's true. But... You weren't saying it two years ago. You weren't saying it like the day before she passed, the day before you found out she passed away. Same with Whitney Houston. I'm willing to bet there are people who were like that funny crack addict. Uh, she's hilarious. And then when they found out she died, like a few months after that, they were like, oh, I love Whitney Houston. Oh, we'll never get another Whitney Houston. It's like, changes. The whole tone changes. Exactly. Anyway. Basic complexity. Oh, what, were you going to say something else? Oh, no. Are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Let's go. Two, three, two. Hashtag your pace at Blair Imani at NBJC on the move. Hashtag first TV 232A. 
out day is coming up, but is it still relevant? So coming out is short for coming out of the closet, which means to openly declare that you're part of the LGBTQ plus community. I've come out at various points in my life to myself when I was eight years old, to my mom when I was 15, and to the entire world back in 2017 on Fox News, which I don't recommend. And I think on balance, being an open bisexual woman has been a great experience, but I have experienced backlash. I don't often discuss the more difficult aspects because I don't want to discourage people from coming out, but at the same time, I don't want to feed into this privileged narrative that you have to come out if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community. I mean that why are we as a society forcing people to tell us when they're not straight or cisgender instead of not assuming that in the first place? The fact is we live in a deeply homophobic and transphobic society. So why are we encouraging people to come out of the closet even if it might put them in danger or complicate their life? I think that for a lot of us, the encouragement comes from us wanting people to be proud of themselves and to love who they are, but coming out isn't that deciding factor. You can love yourself and all of your queerness and transness and the only person who might know is you. Instead of coming out, which puts the onus on LGBTQ plus people, the National Black Justice Coalition created the term inviting in. You do have to be invited into other people's lives. You don't have an entitlement to that. Inviting in gives LGBTQ plus people the power to decide when and with whom to share about their sexual orientation or gender identity, or in the case of being intersex, their sex traits. If you feel compelled to come out this year or to invite people in, I hope it's on your terms and because you want to do it, not because you feel forced to. You're not living a lie. You're not hiding your truth. You're just being you. And that's enough. Last words she said was, and that's enough. Yes. So I will say, first, I want to say uh, thanks to her for being openly bi because a lot of, but that's part of the reason that bisexuality is not yet fully or more understood because bisexual people won't come out as bi, that that's a necessity. So thank you to I Imani for that, yes. And what I, the main stuff I wrote is yes, it is a privilege to be welcomed out. I am glad and grateful that I was welcomed out when I came out to my family. Kevin, you too were welcomed out when you came out to your family. And we, having that privilege, need to acknowledge that not everyone has that privilege of being welcomed out. So it's, it's important to also acknowledge if you are someone who lives at home with family and you kind of mostly think that your family would freak out when you come out to them, don't come out to them until you have an actual method, nope, an actual presence of being able to financially support yourself. And that connects, yes, thank you. And that connects me to a guy that I dated, a gorgeous thick light chocolate guy, um, right after college actually. And um, he, part of his concern was, he said that he felt all gay people needed to go through the stress and struggle and strain that he went through because he came out at a young age and his family kicked him out. And he had to live on his own from that young age. And it's like that kind of stuff messes with people. So no, 
not some abstract, well, I guess if I come out to them and they kick me out, I guess I'll work a minimum wage job 40 hours a week and quit school. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not going to do it. That's not going to cut it. So hold off, hold off. You can wait. Sometimes people find out and, uh, oh, I have a million stories, a billion stories, <laughs> but I, I'll just say sometimes people just find out. And I love the idea of inviting in. I, I, th I think that's a beautiful way to word it. Uh, it's not coming out. Now there's, I, I'm not saying coming out is a bad thing. I'm just saying I like inviting in even more i'm inviting you deeper into my life because that's what it is you're inviting people in and there are some people who i do feel that it would be better oh my gosh <laughs> go ahead kevin mm -hmm. i'm gonna use the rest of your anyway <laughs> <laughs> Uh um well all right first off um one she made excellent points that's just flat out um but one thing I definitely said at first to myself but then to others years ago I mean, years ago when I was a teenager, the thought I had in my mind was that really, when it comes down to it, the most important port, the most important person to come out to is yourself first. Just accept it. It is what it is. Um, and then yeah, like when you accept yourself first, that's the most important thing. Then you work on coming out to others. Now, did it take me a long time? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> Depends on what you're talking about. Like, friends, I told friends when I was still a teenager, that was nothing. But parents, like 10 years later, but that's just what it was. Did they care? Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, told them later. And the thing about coming out, especially when you're younger, you got to really, really think about it and be strategic with the way you do it and that who you tell when you tell them. Those things are important. And that's what I have. Yes. And I think that I came out to my family first. I think it was a mix well, there were all, no, I, I did have gay friends in college 
school because, and I keep specifying college, not to be pretentious, but because that was the time because I didn't come out in high school to anybody. But in college, I did have some openly gay friends and that was helpful. And as far as coming out, I guess I came out in mixes, I guess. So I will say, yes, you, the general public, are not entitled to know if someone is Q plus or not. Now, I I will say, I I think it would be cool, and I'll turn on the one minute. I think it would be cool if the general assumption was that everyone was either pansexual or the assumption is that everyone is asexual until they show otherwise. And still, don't hate them for either one. You know, it's all about love. I'm going to have a long one minute because this is giving a hard time. So, yeah, the general public is not entitled to it. And, oh, well, I guess I'm right in time for my uh, one statement, which would have come after the one minute anyway. But, yes, in the meantime, and I love that song, meantime. But you being CC Winans, you can love, yes, you can love yourself with without coming out of the closet, without inviting anybody in. Yes, you can. In addition to that, I will say, just be aware that it can make the dating life complicated because there are people who yeah like just make sure that you're not so in the closet that you can't date publicly you can't go on a public to a restaurant with someone and I've dated in the closet dudes before I have and one of them I had a pretty consistent relationship and it just, it didn't work out anyway. Um, but ju- just acknowledge those things. Yes, you can love yourself, but just acknowledge that. Basic complexity. Oh, wait. Um, You're one minute for A. Then, you know what? So I'll go ahead. uh, Yeah. And as, as I was saying, and I'll repeat it. In the meantime, yes, you can love yourself without coming out of the closet or even inviting into your closet. That is the, the phrase is not inviting into the closet. That's wrong. No. Or inviting into your life. You can love yourself. And, Um, And with those things being true, it does complicate your life, especially if you can't do things like dating in a public place. That can be a problem. There are those who do not want to deal with that. And maybe an onus is on us, the out population, to be more understanding and welcoming 
when someone's not yet on that level, being willing to date publicly. I think part of that's also a younger thing. Like, because even, all right, y'all, yes, he was older, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, previous generations, y'all Gen X folk, you know, yeah. you, you got to be patient with y'all. Um, he, he wasn't out, but we could go to like restaurants and stuff and eat and be cool in public together. You know, I didn't need PDA. That's another topic for another day. Basic complexity. Did you find that one minute or do you want to just move on? Uh, move on. Okay, the family, yes or no question. Oh, I am asking. Well, you're just answering yes or no. We're just answering yes or no. So, was your coming out or inviting in process mostly on your terms, Kevin? Um, yes or no? Yes. On my terms. Yes, for me. And I'll also say the question kind of comes from something I was alluding to. Allure, the singing group, but uh, re referencing, speaking to, was the uh, a friend of mine, he had written love letters to a man friend of his in grade school. And his mom and father found the letter. And he said he got one of the worst, that, that almost makes me cry, just thinking about it again. One of the worst beatings in his life when they found, who? When they found that letter, oh my gosh. So yes, was it mostly on your terms? Because clearly that was not on his terms. It just happened to him. And it just happens to people in the world sometimes. Sometimes you have a, an MFer who will out you just to spite you. Yes. You know? Anyway. Yeah. Topic, I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I know, but that first thing. Yeah. Wait, I was but, partially out at first. So it, okay, so, well, I did use the word mostly. So mostly your answer is yes, okay, but not completely. Right. I gotcha. B, share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you so very much. Hashtag HeySorT232 at the kid Smitty, hashtag verse TV 232B. Wow, this was such a good date. Like, I've never had anyone treat me like this before. You got my nails done, yeah. you got my hair done, yeah. carrying my stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, you know I got you, baby. All the time I got your back money on your spine, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you do this with every girl? My stuff, my help. What are you doing? What All right, so I'm laughing 
guest. Uh, I do. Uh, I partially understood why he was like that. Um, why he walked up like that because on some level it came across as him being underappreciated for the things he was doing for her being a entitled not entitled but being a complete gentleman and So, Mm -hmm. I will say, absolutely, sister, (laughs) in times past, I, too, have allowed my insecurities to make handsome potentials, high-step, high-speed run away from me. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes we do that, sister. That's our insecurities. All right. Um, yeah, we, we'll. We're growing, right? We're growing. So, are you ready for topic B? Nope. Ready for topic C, which you'll be first again. Mm. Ah. Okay. Yeah. See it. And C is coming up. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Well, hashtag Verse TV family. Two, three, two. 